All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, this episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Cassidy.com. It has been so fun getting on Cassidy and seeing all of the summer events pop up. And what's great is you can either see what's happening in your specific region, or you can expand it to see nationwide or international events even. So if you're looking for some fun this summer, if you're looking for an opportunity to get out and connect with some new people, we definitely recommend checking out the events section of Cassidy. And of course, we would love for you to come join us on there in several different ways. You can shoot us a friend request, ask for a backstage pass, which has some naughty photos in it, and join our community where we are going to be launching all sorts of info about FPS and the future of our own events and other fun stuff. So come join us at Cassidy.com by heading to FrontPortSwingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner. When you do that, you're going to get 30 free days to check it out for yourself, get all of the features and see why we love Cassidy and why we think you will as well. So we'll see you there. So. I don't even know where to start. I know. I'm drinking coffee, so I apologize in advance if you hear me slurping. I just don't care this morning. (laughs) Let's try to keep the slurping to a minimum. I just don't care. It's just, (laughs) I just, I, you know, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, it's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. Yesterday was a day. It was a fucking week and a day yesterday. (laughs) That's what it was, really. Yeah, so I think what Brian is referencing is, you know, we're really excited that we're getting more immersed in in different areas of the lifestyle space than we have in the past. And it's been really exciting because we've been able to connect with some new people, i.e. the people we're going to an event with on Friday, which we'll talk about. But yeah, I think just in general, it's also kind of opened some eyes to, you know, some, let's call them opportunities in the lifestyle space. Well, what you're referring to is personal and professional. I mean, we've had some really awesome experiences personally and professionally and some really shitty ones. And yeah, it's definitely opened our eyes to voids, gaps in this space, to yes. say the very least. Yeah. We actually had a, coincidentally, got a, a text message from a, a friend last night who experienced something similar. We had an hour-long conversation with him. I don't even know what time it was last night when we chatted. So it's not just us. There are other people feeling it too. But man, I got to tell you, it's sometimes I just, I just, I mean, I'm shaking my head right now. I can see, I can feel myself shaking my head involuntarily at some of the shit that we have experienced in the past couple of days. Yeah, yeah. And it can be seen in a lot of different areas. We're seeing all of a sudden, I think, in my opinion, kind of a backslide of events, once again, being very misogynistic and weird with Ugh. the events themes that they're putting in place and oh, just behavior in general the is policies it? and the ways that that especially women are being spoken to at these events by event holders i mean it's just here's what it comes down to we have to demand better like we just have yeah. to fucking demand better as a lifestyle space i mean we have you guys have reached out to us in droves talking about bad events bad experiences bad behavior Yet, when I ask, are you never going back, often the answer is, well, we'd probably go back. We'd probably do an event with them again because it's the only option or it's the easy option. It's the easy option. option, yeah. And it's like, ah, 
God, we got, why? Why are we doing that? Yeah, we're not doing it. We're not. We're not going to do it. Well, I mean, as a community, why are we doing that? Well, I mean, you just said it because it's easy, because it's convenient. It's, you wouldn't do that if you went to a restaurant and it was a horrible experience. I said, yeah, what did I say the other day? the bartender spoke to you disrespectfully or, you know, asked you if you had panties on or something. Yeah. You wouldn't go back to that restaurant or bar. What did so I say? So why are we doing it in the lifestyle space? Yesterday to the owners of said club uh, establishment, I said it to them. If I was treated this way in a restaurant or a bar, there's no fucking way I would go back. What makes you think I'm coming back here? Yeah. What makes you think anyone would come back after being treated this way? You know, it's crazy. And we just accept it. Well, we don't. But people in the space in large numbers just accept mediocrity or less. Yeah. Got to stop doing it, man. Got to stop doing it. People will send me like screenshots. Hey, look at this club doing a female only wet t-shirt contest. I know that you guys hate this kind of stuff. I hate it too. Cool. So that means you're not going to patron that business, right? Well, yeah. they have an event coming up that I kind of want to go to. It's yeah. like, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you can't, you can't piss and moan about it. And then and then support it. And then give your hard-earned money back to it. Yeah, you're part of the problem when you do that. We just found out there's a group or a you know a company that throws events that you know the the host, the promoter, the founder of this event company is not only not a lifestyle person, but uh, hates the lifestyle and only does it because it's easy and, and there's a lucrative. Yeah, and there's a space for them to do it. And they actually openly admitted that if there was another way for them to make that kind of money in another space in uh, entertainment or hospitality they would do it yeah that those are the kind of people we're dealing with yeah we're done with that shit no well, no we're also going to do better we've been talking we about it for a while but we have some very serious plans in place concrete plans at this point yeah to do better and i think the other thing that we've been talking about since even pre-covid is you're going to start to see more curated events more yep. boutique style events that are specifically curated to kind of a niche within the lifestyle space yep. and that's what we're really excited about because we've talked many times about the fact that we don't feel like the normal lifestylers we often go to these 300 400 700 person events and feel like the only one like us in the room because you have no idea who's like you and who you're able to connect with and who's going to understand your lifestyle journey and preferences all that shit it's hard so when you you go to these events that are smaller but you're surrounded by people that are like you it makes so much more sense yeah and that was part of the conversation we had last night with our friend it's like how do you even begin to figure out and dissect who's like you and who's got the same interests and you know and make people understand that there are varying degrees of interest in things in this space like any other space in the world that's just how you begin to do it. You start to cultivate, as you say, curate events that are geared toward a specific group of people. And that's the first step, right? You find the people that make sense to you and you you host those folks. Right. You know, and hopefully that starts to grow. But the truth is we don't we don't want big events and we're not hosting big events. I'd we rather are- be surrounded by twenty five people or 50 people or 100 people that are in some way like me or understand me than six hundred people who don't understand me and don't care to no yeah that's not that's certainly not what we're about anyway it's not it's not our comfort zone it's not our happy place you know for us it's just more intimate kind of stuff that makes sense we and we want to be around people that we genuinely have something in common with much like this event we're going to on friday which i'm so fucking excited about i I, you know like i said i talked about this i'm not ever excited about going to events yeah by the time this episode comes out we will have already gone to the event and hopefully had a fucking blast yeah but we are pumped i know that i'm pumped for that event because i am 
am planning it meticulously. I'm already planning my beauty routine for that day and it's still two days away. I bought a little slip number to go under my sexy black dress oh, I'm you going found to be one? wearing. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. we looked for one, couldn't find one, so you ordered one. It's like this lacy teddy slip number thing and I'm so oh my god I'm excited and that's how I know that I'm really excited to go because usually be like yeah I'll just throw on whatever dress I have and we'll figure it out no I am planning it meticulously yeah no I'm super eager about this for so many reasons not just because you know you get to kind of explore again that hot wife space because what we're talking about is we're going to a Goodfellas event uh, on Friday which is fucking awesome the the gentleman who just operates those things is incredible and we've had an amazing relationship and started a great relationship with him which is part of why we're excited about these events and hosting real events that make fucking sense that are done properly curated as you said that's one of these events i can't wait to see it and just to to be around people that think i hope think like we do yeah i have the same desires the same passions for this particular lifestyle particular niche of the hot wife space and just be around people who are there for the same reasons. Okay, so let's throw out a hypothesis for Friday. I don't want to put any expectations on the evening, but if you had to guess if I'm going to be naughty or not, what do you think? 100%. You think so? 100%. I might be too nervous. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Those days are over. Who are, you, who are you kidding? I don't know. I've got the butterflies going on right now, like the nervous butterflies. I think it's more excitement than anything else because the truth is this is the first legitimate hot wife event that we're going to this isn't a situation yeah this isn't a situation where there might be a hot wife experience opportunity yeah, that's there, what this is there might be some cool single guys there might not be no like this is going to be filled with awesome single guys who have been vetted and are there yeah. for a reason and one of them we already know yeah so there's yeah we, there's already a situation in, in this very different from any other that we're going to this thing knowing full well what to expect to a large degree yeah because we, we, we've had a lot of contact with the folks that are doing it so that's the big thing for me. That's why I'm excited. And again, to be around people, you know, walking into a room knowing that we're going to meet people who absolutely are more in alignment with our thinking than than most in, in a lot of these other environments that we walk into, totally different for me. Because I'm, I'm never excited about events. I fucking hate them. This yeah. is this is one that I'm really excited about. Whole different thing. So yeah, well, obviously we'll be sharing with you guys how that went, and I have a feeling it will have gone well. If nothing else, just to connect and network and for sure. Have a but great you're time. totally going to be slut slut pants. So <laughs> um, also we should mention this episode is 150. Holy balls. 150. I didn't even think about that until I just saw the last episode. It was 149. So. Oh, no, this is perfect. I think 150, what we have to talk about today is perfect for 150 because what we're going to be sharing with you guys later in the episode is the amazing second half of our Siesta Key weekend Yes. with friends. And I think it speaks to, you know, why we enjoy being in this space and what it really means to cultivate amazing strong relationships in this space and you know that's what we care about more so than anything so that's very fitting yeah i think it's perfect uh we're talking about of course adam and leah our friends adam and leah and yeah to talk about them at episode 150 to talk about friends good friends at this point is i think uh, yeah we need that anyway we want to be surrounded by friends at this point also cannot wait for october for Podbatch because we're going to be surrounded by friends those are the kinds of things that we want to be a part of yes that matter that yeah. really truly matter yeah the people that we really want to be around we just want to hang around with people and engage with people and interact with people that we 
genuinely like and love and just want to be close to in any number of ways in this space. That's what is most important. At least that's what I have figured out over the last couple of weeks, damn sure the last couple of days. Long gone are the days where I'm going to roll the dice anymore. Right. Not rolling the fucking <laughs> dice anymore. You know? Brian, you're not great at that anyway. You're not well, exactly the I've gambling tried. type. Listen, we talked about this, I don't even know how long ago, right? Trying to come out of my comfort zone. What happens every time I do that? I get my fucking dick slapped. So... <laughs> I am not. I am simply not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't even know why I try. You know, I talked about this before. The couples thing for me is a fucking nightmare. It wears me out. And, you know, every time I try to, you know, I veer a little bit this way or veer a little bit that way. Boom, you get that dick slapped. Ow. Yeah, it's and, and not in a good way. Yeah. Is there a good way to get your dick slapped? You I'm, personally? I'm sure there is. Not for me, but oh. I'm sure someone enjoys that. I mean, I've that. slapped a couple of dicks in my day and they yeah. really thoroughly enjoyed it when I have, but I don't feel like that's a great thing for you. No, I'm not it's You've so much. You've never asked the, me to slap your dick. I won't. <laughs> no, 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 I won't. I will not do that. I it's very unlikely that I'll ask you to do that. So yeah, I, I just, you know, I want to be around people that we enjoy. I really do. Yeah. That's just all I want. And and certainly Adam and Lee are two of those people. Yeah. So we'll talk about that shortly. But First, we need to get to a single guy tip of the week that oh, I'm man. very passionate about for a few reasons, okay? And I guess the tip is don't fucking try to outsmart a hot wife. If you're a single guy yeah. and you're trying to interact with women in this space for or, or if you're not a single guy, yeah, if you're, presu- you're- <laughs> if you're if you're behaving like a single guy or, you know, putting yourself out there as a single guy but you're really not, yeah, yeah you're you're going to get caught. You're going to get caught. Well, just in general, if you are not behaving as genuinely as you could, if you're trying to portray yourself as something you're not, whether it's your relationship status, what you do for work, whatever the case Where you may live. be. Yeah. Yeah, trying to outsmart someone else, especially a hot wife, especially an experienced hot wife who has seen everything and has dealt with it all and has seen all the red flags and the weird behavior and the patterns that pop up is a bad fucking plan because it's only going to work for so long if it works at all. Yeah. And eventually you're going, once again, you're going to get your dick slapped. You're going to, you're going <laughs> to look foolish, you know, and this episode is going to be called 150, getting your dick slapped. Getting your dick slapped. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're going to look foolish. And, you know, listen, what? I guess I don't understand it, much like a lot of things I don't understand because I'm not that fucking bright. But as a single guy or a guy who is a guy who is otherwise coupled but trying to behave and portray himself as a single guy, why go through the trouble of putting yourself in a situation where you're going to really, I mean, you're going to burn a lot of, you're going to burn the clock. You're going to waste a lot of time. You're going to chat back and forth and messages. It's a full-time job. It's fucking exhausting. I mean, are you really that bored that, I mean, I don't get it. No. It's not boredom. It's sociopathic behavior. Oh, there's no question. It's narcissistic. 100%. So, for example, I was talking to this guy a couple weeks back, right? And he tells me that he does something really prolific for work. He's, like, in the music business, and he's doing music videos and all this shit. I don't care what you do for work. I literally could care less what your job is, especially if we're just hooking up. Yeah, who gives a shit? What the fuck do I care if you're a music producer? Yeah. So, why lie about it? And then, but I'm going, okay okay, are you really a music producer? Ask a couple of follow-up questions. And it's made very clear very quickly that he isn't what he says he is. There's too many weird things being said and too many holes in the story. And immediately I can sniff it out. And it's like, why why bother? And I know why they do it. It's because they want to feel important and they want to feel a certain level of building up their ego. That's what it is. And it, it makes them feel more comfortable to interact with someone if they think I'm impressed by them 
then they have the upper hand and they're in control. That's very sociopathic behavior. Well, it certainly is, and, it, and it, you know, it, it's narcissistic. It's sociopathic. It's and it's obvious that you don't ever intend to meet someone because you can't spin that much bullshit and expect someone not to catch on to it. And then if you do happen to get someone in this web of crap that you're spinning. How do you explain it when you meet them, particularly about like how you look, how tall you are? I mean, who gives a shit? Why are you telling me that you're 6'2", you're 5'7"? Why don't you just say that? Yeah. You know, what do you think that's going to turn into when we meet in person? And we've talked to people that that's, well, hell, it's happened to us. And it's like, man, when that happens, it's awkward for everybody. You just, you put yourself in a really bad spot. Yeah. And you make everyone feel uncomfortable. Yes. And immediately I will not be interested. I don't care how great everything else is. If I can tell you've lied about something, I'm constantly going to be questioning what else you've lied about. Everything. I assume you lied about everything. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is don't even get me fucking started on the married guy. Okay, if you have been a hot wife for any length of time, you have absolutely run into a married or otherwise partnered man who is presenting himself as a single man for the purposes of hooking up. Absolutely. Okay, once again, if you've been in this space for any length of time, you see the patterns. You know, they're only able to text you during their workday, not when they're at home in the evenings, not on the weekends. They're making up excuses for why they can't communicate with you during certain times. That's a married dude thing. They can never host. They supposedly own their home and live alone, but they can never host. All of those things are huge red flags, and you're not going to be able to get over on someone who has been in this space for any length of time doing that shit. No, and and I don't understand it because it's almost like, well, like you said, it's sociopathic. You know damn well you're not going to be able to pull this off for any real length of time. It's never going to culminate into anything you're never going to meet this person or these people that you're interacting with it's just you getting your rocks off you know stroking your fucking pathetic ego that's all it is you know yeah yeah (laughs) because that's what's happening a lot of times too i think that they get off on the idea of the fantasy of it you know communicating with a hot wife even if they know that they're never actually going to be in the same room as that hot wife just the fantasy of it and talking to someone even if it's not sexting even if it's just general communication that fantasy is running through their heads they're jerking it off and that's good enough for them and they're manipulating people into these situations basically so that they can get their like you said get their rocks off yeah it's like anything else you're wasting other people's time you know you're you're taking time away from things that are that really are important to other people or things that they could be doing that are important to them as opposed to fucking around online or chatting you know five six times a day and just sucking the energy out of you know someone else's relationship or schedule i just don't understand it get your shit together dudes you know single guys stop fucking doing that single slash married single slash married coupled whatever you know you're gonna get caught eventually you caught the guy it was obvious yeah you know you you can only do that shit for so long too many patterns too many red flags and he got away with it for longer than most but he still got caught yeah Yeah, eventually they always do that's my point yeah so just you know be genuine And if you can't present yourself as the genuine article, then you shouldn't fucking be in this space. Period. End of story. Well, yeah. And if you're not the genuine article, not even just present yourself as one, you can try as hard as you want. If you're not, stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. You know, you're just muddying the waters for everybody else. Agreed. So, So. yeah, there you have it. Single guy rant of the week. (laughs) Don't get your dick slapped. (laughs) I think that's the tip. Do not get your dick slapped. (laughs) Unless you're into that kind of thing. Unless you want to get slapped. slapped, you know, consensually and with someone who actually wants to slap your dick. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure someone wants to slap it. Yeah, for sure. Don't just run up and ask people to slap your dick. I feel like that's a bad plan. (laughs) Could you imagine if we all just did that in like normative life? Like you walk up to someone in a bar. It's like a dick pic, you know? 
you're not just going to pull it out at the bar. Why are you sending it to me? No, I'm saying like if it was socially acceptable to just walk up to someone and be like, you know what I really like? I like having my dick slapped. If it you ever an- want to do that, here's my number. <laughs> there would be an amazing opening line. I feel like that might actually get some attention. I would I would at least be impressed with the balls. For, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. How do you not get impressed by that? Like, hey, you, I find you really attractive. I love having my dick slapped. Should you ever want to do that? Here's my number. I, I, how do you not buy that guy a drink? I mean, that's like, yeah, try. There you go. There's a single guy tip of the week. Actually, that's probably not a great idea. You shouldn't try that a lot. But in the right <laughs> circumstance, I feel like that might work out. That's bad advice, Brian. If you meet us, be, maybe try that. <laughs> Yeah, should you ever come across us somewhere, that might be okay. I do not recommend doing that anywhere else. I would be impressed by the confidence, yes. For sure. That's ballsy. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, don't pull it out. Just just offer is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's not consensual. No, we're not going to go for that. But the idea that you said it, I mean, you know, there's points for that. The reality is if someone said it to me, I'd be so fucking creeped out. I'd well, be like, I would, what the I'd, fuck? I would probably laugh so fucking hard. I mean, I'd have to buy the guy a drink, creeped out or not. Like, ah, listen, you, you threw it out there theoretically uh let's let's have at it yeah i just it's so fucking ridiculous yeah do that guys don't don't do any kind of dick slapping behavior (laughs) nothing is going to result in getting your dick slapped fair enough well we did not get our dick slapped your dick slapped (laughs) when we went to siesta key we talked a couple of episodes back about the first half of our naughty evening with Adam and Leah in Siesta Key. Yeah, when you guys played together, it was very hot. If you guys have not listened to that episode, you are missing out because Leah and I had a very fun time together while the gentlemen watched. We put on this very sexy little show. No, you didn't. You didn't even care that we were there. Well, you were still watching. Yeah, but it's not like you purposely did this, you know, sultry dance licking each other's <laughs> pussy. You didn't give a shit whether we were there or not. Matter of fact, I was pretty sure that he and I were going to have to leave the room because you guys didn't care that we were there. <laughs> so let's not act like this was a plan, you know, because we didn't, he and I didn't even know where we were, if we were involved in this at all. We were just sitting there like two fucking pervs stroking it, watching you on a chair. <laughs> we not- had pervy if we want you to be there but it was pervy if you didn't and we didn't know (laughs) so it wasn't like we were invited we just kind of well we kind of were but at first we were just sitting there completely dressed and you know just watching this whole thing unfold i was touching mine for sure yeah so i don't know we didn't know what was happening well that's a fair statement i will not say that i was putting on a show i will say that i was very happily getting licked and licking and having a fantastic time with leah so if you guys haven't listened to that episode you absolutely should we're going to be talking about kind of our individual experiences if you remember in the last episode we left off with myself and adam i would had just been sucking his cock in the tiny little corner of the bed <laughs> because you and leah were hogging everything we provided you a little space let's not get crazy very little how how kind of you guys so we decided to sneak off the two of us and leave you guys in the bedroom and we are going to talk about what happened after we kind of separated it was a very steamy play session going on in two separate rooms but we could hear the others and it was sexy so we'll be dissecting that very shortly but first we want to say a thank you to the partners of the front porch swingers podcast this episode of fps is brought to you by better help you guys your mental health is incredibly important and especially during this crazy time of uncertainty it is important that you're putting it at the forefront and that's why better help is making it easier than ever before to connect with a licensed therapist whether you want to do scheduled weekly video or phone sessions and you don't want to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room or you want to be able to text your therapist better help gives you so many different options to connect and 
talk about the things that are going on in your life. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So it's just a great option for anyone. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, which is why when you visit betterhelp.com FPS, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com FPS, you are going to get 10% off of your first month. So join the over 1 million people worldwide who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Betterhelp.com slash FPS. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Sex is supposed to be about pleasure and enjoyment, not anxiety. And Promescent knows that, which is why they developed their flagship product, the Delay Spray. It allows you to enjoy all the sensations of sex without holding back or worrying about finishing too soon. There is nothing worse than being in the throes of passion and being constantly worried about what's going to happen next, rather than just allowing yourself to focus on your own pleasure and the pleasure of your partner. And the delay spray allows you to just put a few sprays on right before sex, allow it to absorb in. It's not going to transfer to your partner, making them all numb down there. And it's going to elongate your sexy bedroom playtime. And of course, who doesn't want that? Especially for us lifestylers who have new partners on a regular basis, we want to be impressive and we really want to be in the moment and have fun. So the delay spray is a perfect option to throw in your swinger bag and take with you to your next event. If you head to Promessive dot com that's p-r-o-m-e-s-c-e-n-t dot com use our promo code at checkout which is fps 15 off fps 150 for 15 percent off of your order stock up on all of their amazing sexual wellness products today Hey guys, this episode of FPS is brought to you by RexMD. Should Viagra really cost $90? I think not. That's incredibly expensive, particularly since, you know, us lifestylers, we like to play a lot. That's a lot of Viagra. That's very, very expensive. That's why I've got to tell you about RexMD. RexMD.com has FDA-approved generic Viagra starting at just $2 per tablet and delivered discreetly to your door. Here's how it works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can try a starter pack of generic Viagra. Starter packs are currently available to new customers. RexMD.com has helped over 100,000 men get generic Viagra from the comfort of their own homes. There's no copay. There are no doctor visits. Also, Shipping is always free. If you're looking for generic Viagra, RexMD has made the process fast, easy, and very affordable. So, don't wait another minute. RexMD is now offering starter packs of generic Viagra for new customers. Visit RexMD.com FPS right now and get started. That's Rex, R-E-X-M-D dot com F-P-S. So I think it's fitting that this is episode 150 because I also just realized I don't think we've ever done exactly what we're going to be doing on today's episode, which is we're going to be going back and forth between two experiences that were happening simultaneously and we could hear each other. So there was some involvement that way. Yeah, two but, separate rooms. But in completely different locations. So it, we weren't able to see each other. We could hear each other. And I kind of have an idea-ish of what happened in that other room. But I'm excited to see if I was right. So. Well, I have very little idea of what was happening in the room you were in, to be honest. Because while I could hear noises and hear you, I was way too fixated on what was happening in the room I was in. Which is 
a great sign because in the past that has not been the case yes. if you can either hear or see me yeah. it's like that is where your focus lies is problem. with me and so the fact that that wasn't happening obviously says that you really enjoy being with leah yeah and i and that's listen we talk about this all the time we are a separate room couple at minimum we're separate room in most cases we're separate Locations, homes locations yeah. whatever so it's a big deal for me because i get super focused on what you're doing yeah and and, I, and listening to you and see and in the same room seeing you it's virtually impossible for me to concentrate and i'm just not paying proper attention to the, the partner i'm currently with it's just not okay i don't like to do that yeah so this while i could hear you certainly because we we're only a couple of rooms apart i wasn't focused on it Oh. You know, well, I was kind of focused on you, but I don't think that has anything to do with Adam. I think I absolutely love being with Adam. I think it was just the idea of having both sensations at the same time. Well, also, you don't hardly ever get to hear me play because we're not in the same room. Hardly. When was the last time I got to hear you? I, it, I don't know. We were still in Montana. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it was one of the times you were playing with Amy and I was in my office. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so it's virtually, I mean, it never happens. It rarely happens that you get to hear me. So, yeah, this is a really unique situation. And I don't think we've ever done this before. We've never been with a couple and played in the same home, same, uh, vicinity. you know, vicinity, yeah. and it, we're able to hear one another. Yeah. It's never happened. Yeah. Yeah. So a, lot, a couple of firsts. That's very cool. Okay, so as mentioned, the last episode we left off, you and Leah were kind of in the center of the bed. I know that you, I think, you, were you going down on her when we left the room? Yeah, oh, absolutely I was. Yeah, okay. which is why I didn't even realize you guys weren't in the room. And I was sucking Adam's cock, and at one point, Adam says to me, do you want to stay in here or do you want to go to the living room? And in my head, I'm going, I think Brian would want me to leave him alone here with Leah because we are a separate room couple. And I, I wanted it to be the best experience possible for everyone, you especially. Yeah. And so I said we should go to the living room. So Adam and I, we are really getting good at this whole being in places that are not a bed thing. Just throwing that out. Yeah, you guys have become been, masters at that. Been in the back of a vehicle and on a tiny little leather couch. Well, and to Adam's credit, he gives zero fucks. Oh, he's so easygoing about it. Yeah, the guy it. doesn't care. Listen, he could, he would have fucked you in the chair he was sitting in in the bedroom. That little <laughs> fold-out thing. He didn't give a fuck. So, And that's why I love them so much because they really don't care. You know, it's like not a big deal. They're just in the in the moment and like whatever it is, it is. You know, and the truth is, while I it's not our preference, obviously we talk about this a lot and we just did. Same room thing doesn't work for us. I wasn't sure what was even happening. I had thigh muffs going on. My face was right. I mean, I didn't know you were there or not there. I assumed you still were because last I saw you guys were there. Right. And I really didn't realize we had taken up the whole bed either and didn't give a shit. Well, you fucking did. Didn't care. So I didn't know what was happening, honestly. And when I finally pulled my head up out of <laughs> Leah's lap, I was like, oh, they're not here. This is full on. We got the whole bed. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it was very You had cool. the whole bed to begin with. Let's just throw that out there. Okay. But anyway, so what? Adam and I go out to the living room. And once again, I, I think I'm completely naked. Yes. You were both completely naked. Because Leah had taken my slip number off earlier. So yeah. he and I go out naked to the living room and we immediately just start making out like crazy. And I was kind of like bent over making out with him. And at one point he kind of grabbed me and pulled me onto his lap, which I thought was very sexy. So now I'm straddling him on the couch. We're making out. We're running our hands all over each other. His hands are in my hair. My hands are in his hair. It was fucking hot. It was very passionate. Well, 
Leah's hands were not in my hair. I don't have any, but her hands were on my head while I was licking her vagina, and it was lovely. <laughs> and I spent a lot of time down there. So, I mean, I was just so worked up that watching you guys, I and you, I think when you guys stopped and kind of looked at us and called us over, we, and of course, as I said, we, I was Superman. I just pulled everything, just dropped it all right off. Clark Kent style, everything went off. I just basically picked up where you left off. Yeah. Because you were licking her pussy when you guys finished up and kind of motioned us over. And I had made her squirt, just throwing that out there. As did I. As a reminder for all these listeners of how fucking awesome I am. I just thrown it out there. So did I. And I loved it. (laughs) And she is so responsive. And the thing I love about her the most is she has no problem telling you exactly where you need to be. If for whatever reason I am a centimeter off of where I need to be, she will either move my head to said space or just simply (laughs) tell me right there, move there. She doesn't, I don't care. Just tell me where I need to go. It's fucking and awesome. It, yeah. And it just, and boom, it, it just happens. It's magic. <laughs> so I love it. So I spent as much time down there as I possibly can. And then she kind of sat up. I got on top of her a little bit further and I'm just kind of kissing her all over and licking her and, and like nibbling on her thighs. And then I get to her amazing tits, which they're just, the nipples are amazing. Just gently, because she really enjoys the gentle kind of licking and kissing. And then we start making out. We're doing that for a hot second. She starts stroking my cock and she kind of gets on top of me and starts sucking my cock, Oh, which, you know, uh, she's just awesome. And that goes on for a while, or at least what seemed like a while. And in that position, I can hear you guys in the other room. Now, at that moment, I couldn't really tell what was going on. There was a little giggling because you giggle. You know, and it, I'm pretty sure what was going on is I was kind of like rubbing myself all over Adam and... It was very sexy because it was this tease he and I had going back and forth. Obviously, I'm not just going to hop on his cock because he doesn't have a condom on, but I'm still like just rubbing on him. Like I'm rubbing my pussy like on his thigh right by his cock and then on his cock. And then I'm just like stopping and giving him this look of like complete, you know, tease. And I thought it was fucking hilarious because I could tell he wanted me. And once again, think about the fact that he's sitting there watching me lick his wife's pussy for fucking 15 minutes right before this. So he was worked up. Well, no shit. I think we all were because I saw the same fucking show, you know? (laughs) And so now, of course, you know, and I was stroking my cock basically over my pants for the last, you know, 15 minutes. So now she's, uh, she's, her head is in my lap. She's sucking my cock stroking my ball she's running her her hands over my thighs and my stomach which just makes me crazy because she just kind of uses her nails just a little bit then she comes up and we start making out she's kissing on my chest and on my neck and she kisses very softly it's really nice she has like the most amazing lips so we're doing that for a bit and i'm just rubbing on that amazing ass of hers she straddles me but of course i don't have a condom on either so there's no penetration she's just on top of me and we're in that position for a a good while it was just because i think maybe i don't even know i didn't ask her of course she may have kind of been listening from the other room as well, because we could hear you guys at that moment, you know, and I don't know if she was enjoying that too. I was because I'm listening to you and Adam, but experiencing like her physically, which was very hot. That's not normally what happens. Well, I could tell that you were getting your cock sucked at one point because I was hearing like the the little moans that you make, like the, uh, uh. <laughs> like when you're really enjoying it. You can and, hear that all the way in there? Yes. And the other thing is, I know you so well that I could tell at one point she was sucking on your balls because you make a very distinct noise. It's one of your favorite things to have your balls licked and sucked well, on. Whose isn't? Uh, anybody raise your hand who doesn't like their you know their ball sucked? Some, no one in this room guys, has raised their hand. 
<laughs> there's only one of us with balls, but my point is some guys don't like it because they're too sensitive. Okay, fuck that. Lick my you balls. You fucking love it. Yeah, lick my balls. So love it. I can tell the difference between a cock sucking uh and a ball licking uh. <laughs> All right, I don't think I sound anything like that, but we'll go with it. Nonetheless, you were able to hear that from the other room, which is crazy. I didn't think I was ever that loud. Yeah, okay. I definitely Well, I could, could totally hear you because at some point he was licking your pussy and I could tell. Oh, yes, yes. So he at one, so I licked his cock. I got off of straddling him. I sucked his cock for a very small amount of time looking up at him, staring up at him while I was, you know, deep throating his fucking perfect cock. And then at one point he kind of stands me up and lays me on the couch and starts going down on me. So I have one leg extended on the couch, one leg bent off of the couch, right. my pussy exposed to him, and he is going down on me and grabbing my thighs and just, oh my God, it felt so good. He is so good at licking pussy. Holy well, balls. I'm certain he's getting the same instructions that I get, so he's a fucking master at taking direction. That's true. He has yeah. somebody who knows what they want and knows how to verbalize it, so he's got skill. I, I mean, I think... He probably was skilled on his own, but I'm sure it doesn't hurt that Leah is the way that she is. It doesn't hurt to have a blueprint. Never does. And he's a trooper because that is not a big fucking couch. No, that's what I'm saying. This whole thing was so crunched and and in tight, confined spaces. And there was at least twice, I'm not even going to lie, when I was like, that motherfucker is getting the whole bed in there. We had the whole bed. For a second time. Yeah, there was no problem <laughs> with space on that bed. And the truth is, I don't think she and I really moved from the space that we started in because we had not left. Each, I mean, our contact was constant the entire time i mean i was worked up but obviously she must have been as well because you guys were licking on each other for 15 or 20 minutes so and she is soaking wet at this point and after she sucked my cock she was straddling me as i said i laid her back down she was on her back again and i went down on her again and that's when she squirted oh i was fingering her and licking her and she squirted the first time and so from that point, of course, she she sat up and she looked at me. She goes, she's like, I want that hard cock, is what she said to me. Oh, my goodness. That's all you need to say to me. That <laughs> Yeah, no problem. That's, that's consent. I'm in. So I got literally, like, I think I bounced off the bed onto the floor because <laughs> the condoms were in my fucking pocket in my jeans. I had oh, forgotten to take them out. Oh, you didn't plan ahead. I, I, I was stroking my cock. I was not thinking. First of all, I didn't even think we were going to get the, a chance to engage in this because we were watching you guys. I thought, okay, this is about the ladies. Cool. Uh, this is Mr. what's happening. Boy Scout always prepared, usually has condoms out and ready to go. Yeah, well, let me tell you, it didn't take me but a fucking second to get that thing open. So I had a couple of them in my pocket, got it open, jumped on the bed, put my condom on. She's on her back. And so I, I get, I start fucking her. And again, very softly, we're slowly, because she she really enjoys that. I think it's really kind of her thing. And, and it, I, I enjoy it too, because it, the energy transference that she and I have, I think it really works. It works for me. I'm hoping it works for her. And it was super hot. So... I have her, her legs kind of up in the air a little bit, but not all the way up. And I'm rubbing my hands on her thighs. I'm reaching around now, of course, over her legs. And I'm feeling her on her breasts and just rubbing her nipples a little bit. And I start picking up the pace a little. And it's great because, again, we've been together now with, with Adam and Lee a number of times. So it's easier for me to tell what her cues are. And I can tell when it's time to pick up the pace. Because much like you, there are some cues. She sounds different when she's getting ready to have an orgasm. And she behaves a little bit differently, obviously. Her body moves a little bit differently. So I knew I needed to pick up the pace a little bit. And of course, I did. And she, when she came, uh, you know, she makes this really these like very cool, sweet sounds. And 
when she squirts, it's very different. So I had the opportunity to make her orgasm, very lucky. And we were in that position again for some length of time. And I think this was the same time period that I started riding Adam. So he's sitting back on the couch and I, and he puts on a condom and I mount him. I get on top and I'm riding that cock. And what I loved is that I'm riding him and I'm looking into his eyes and we've got this really great sexual chemistry going back and forth. But once again, I can hear you fucking Leah. Well, I, I was pr- I'm pretty sure that that was about the last time I was able to or really noticed any noises coming from there. I could tell that you guys were having sex at that point because I know how you sound. But it was really sh- only after that. When she and I finished up or were finishing up, I could hear you guys finishing up. So between the point where I was on top of her fucking her and then afterwards, much down the road when we were done, all of us were done. It was like we almost all finished at the same time. I know. It was awesome. So I could tell that. But in between there, I lost some. I lost sound. Like I was way into what I was doing. Yeah, that's probably true for me, too. I was very intently listening to you and Leah. But then when I was getting ready to orgasm, I was hyper focused on Adam and what we were doing. And he is grabbing onto my ass and saying naughty things. I'm saying naughty things right back to him. And once again, this comes from comfort, being with friends, being yeah. with people that we know and trust. I am just saying all sorts of shit. I am not in my head at all. I am just riding this cock like crazy. I'm bouncing the booty off of him. I am, you know, telling him, God, that cock feels so good. I love riding that cock. Oh my goodness. Like just all of this dirty shit. And I came so hard, so hard. Well, when I, we got out of that position after she had an orgasm, we were kind of making out a little bit. She got on top of me and was riding me, and she she makes herself come, which I think is so fucking awesome. Again, she just knows a woman that's confident like that just knows what they want and knows what works for them. It's it's just so fluid and effortless. And so she gets on top of me. She's riding my cock, and I didn't really hear anything at that point because she's leaning down on me and we're making out. And her her hair is on me. You know, she's just she's got this great long brown hair. And I, frankly, I wasn't really trying to pay attention. It, if I heard it, great. But I wasn't like I was trying to listen where I normally. Normally would be, you know, which I thought was kind of strange afterwards. I wasn't thinking about it in the moment, but I really did. It seemed like it was there was no sound at all other than she and I. And we were in that position for a bit. She kind of got off of me. We were side by side. I was on my right side uh, facing her. She was on her left. And then from there, she rolled over, she turned over, and I was going to fuck her from behind, which fucking Leah from behind is uh, magical, is what it is, <laughs> because she has this amazing ass, right, as you know. And so she gets on all fours, I get her feet and her legs in between mine, and I'm just going to town, going to work. This is so funny that you're doing that, because literally after I rode Adam, he turned me over. I was now on the couch, again, one knee up on the couch, one foot off of it to keep myself from sliding off of this leather couch. My face is buried in the pillow on the couch, and Adam enters me from behind and starts fucking me like crazy from behind. Well, did- so it's so funny that they were happening parallel, completely different locations. We couldn't see what the other person was doing, yet we ended up in the same positions well but it also sounds a lot like well they play a lot like we do and they they, we all know what each other like so it just makes sense and i mean i have every time i've been with leah at some point i have fucked her from behind because i want to stare at that amazing ass of hers anyway and she obviously that's her thing she likes it so from that position that we were there for a good amount of time i have no idea how long because i just was enjoying myself but again really couldn't hear you guys i had no idea at that point what was going on now there was some light music right in the background somewhere 
somewhere I could hear. Yeah, I don't know exactly where it was coming from. I don't either. Music playing. Yeah. Oh, I think Adam had put it on like a playlist on a on a speaker, and I think it was right. in the living room. I did notice some music playing in the back because I remember thinking to myself, "That's interesting. I can't necessarily hear you, but I can hear some some music." But I wasn't. I just wasn't paying attention to it. It wasn't like I was trying to hear you. I was just listening to something. You know, yeah. there was noise back there. And then I thought for a minute. I think I thought, well, maybe I can't hear because of the music, which is why I noticed it. Nonetheless, she and I are just having, we're sweaty. I am just having a great time. I'm still fucking her from behind. And at some point, uh, we stop and she gets on her back again. I get on top of her and start fucking her from the top again. And then I think I heard a little something from in the room, uh, but not, not a lot, like maybe some moving around. Yeah, well, we, so it's funny because once again, same position. He fucks me from behind. Then I turn over. I'm laying on my back on the couch, one leg extended, one leg off. And he is basically off of the couch, but like pushing himself into me, fucking me on top. And it was really hot. The reason I think it was so hot, I know I was complaining about having to go to the couch and being in the back of the car and all this shit. I actually like it because it's like, you don't focus on any of the extraneous shit if you're really into the person you're with, right? It did no. not matter that we were crunched up on this couch. Neither of us were talking about it. Think I certainly wasn't thinking about it. It was just like, you know, we're in this kind of awkward position, but it doesn't even fucking matter because I just wanted him and I wanted him to be fucking me. Yeah. So he's fucking me on top. And the other thing I love, and I, I've talked about it multiple times, but when I'm having sex with Adam, he gets these very intense looks on his face, like nearing aggression but in a very sexy way. It's like he just wants to be doing that. It's like passion mixed with aggression. It's very sexy to me. Well, with Leah, she's obviously just way more sensual. She's very soft. And while there's a little bit of dirty talk, it's really just, you know, it's it's done in such like this quiet calm way from her you know and it's just hot to me i just i I just enjoy her energy is really what it is more than anything so easy going but knows what she wants makes no bones about telling you and it, to me that's just sexy that that the combination of confidence and kind of softness is really is really unique and very nice so for me i mean i just i have a great time with her so again i'm i'm back on top of her and i'm fucking her from top and hands are all over her her hands are on my shoulders or on my head and that's where i finished this went on for about 10 more minutes and and i just i wouldn't stop i mean i didn't want to stop well here's the thing so at one point adam and i did stop because my pussy was getting fucking sore he was hard fucking me for a while so we stopped and we're kind of sitting on the couch listening to you guys and i can tell that you're fucking her hard and she's moaning but i can also tell that it's not like a, a super rough fucking because i can i just know i I know your sounds and I know that it was more sensual and that was also kind of sexy, but we're sitting there listening for like maybe two or three minutes. And then I start sucking Adam's cock, which was very hot because once again, I have like my personal porn playing in the background, the noises (laughs) of you guys having sex while I'm leaned over sucking his cock, deep throating it, touching on his balls, touching on his like amazing muscular legs. Oh, fucking hot. I loved it. And then I get down on the floor in between his legs so I can really focus on his cock. And I can tell Leah's getting close because her moans are going higher and higher and higher. It was about that time that Adam's body kind of started shaking. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to come like simultaneously. How fucking hot is that? Well, and as I was fucking her, I'm thinking to myself, this needs to continue. But I was way worked up. So once she came, I came almost instantly afterwards. 
afterwards. And it was only then that I could hear you guys again. Like, in other words, I got my my senses back. Yeah. You know, I can now hear very clearly what was happening. I'm not even sure I heard the music anymore. I only heard you guys. Here's some shuffling and I can hear some moaning. And then she and I, uh, once we finished up and we were, I, I... think i was in on top of her for a few minutes afterwards we were just kind of it was like an exhausted kind of thing you know finally i got onto my side i removed the condom and i went into the restroom and i could totally hear you guys because i was now in the next room over because the restroom was between the room i was in and the room you were in yeah so i think that was the point that i was still sucking adam's cock and he's saying really naughty things to me and he starts to moan like crazy and i don't know exactly what point you went into the restroom but i'm almost positive it was during that time yeah well when i came back into the bedroom i got back down next to leah we were just laying there and you know just kind of touching each other and, and laying next to one another we could hear you guys for a couple of more minutes and then that was it it was obvious you guys were you know adam had came and you know i could tell for you the noises you make in that moment are very obvious when i'm sucking cock (laughs) all of that yeah it's just so obvious so yeah what was really sexy is i'm sucking his cock and he's looking down at me like i said saying some naughty things and finally he goes you're gonna make me come do you want me to come in your mouth and i was like i pulled my mouth off i'm still kind of like stroking his cock and i was like yes i want to taste you and he got excited like the look on his face was like oh yeah this is sexy so i am once again picking up the pace i know how to suck adam's cock at this point because he likes kind of the differences in very like the variation in speeds and intensity but when he's getting close i pick up the pace i stroke a little bit faster i i concentrate more on the head with my mouth and i'm using my hand to really stroke the shaft and just picking up the pace more and more and his legs start to shake and he came in my mouth so much and it was so sexy well we could i mean obviously we could hear it she and i were kind of laughing like like you guys had just finished after we did i thought it was hilarious but we were just laying there and i guess you guys were doing the same because i think like it was almost like a standoff like we were trying to see who was going to come into the room first <laughs> yeah you know yeah. and i mean i don't know five ten minutes went by and i think she's like maybe we should check on them <laughs> so that's when we got up and i, I threw some pants on of course and we I wasn't even into... thinking about you guys at that point. We were just sitting on the couch. We were kind of touching and caressing each other a little bit. And I mean, we weren't, we, I think at one point we had mentioned that we had heard quite a bit of what you guys were doing and how sexy it was. But honestly, we were just comfortable sitting there and chatting yeah. with each other. And it was very cool because I don't think that there's a lot of couples that we could have been in that situation with and had them be equally as comfortable with us being separate in that way, right? Like there's a lot of people that immediately would have wanted to jump up yeah. and go into the room with their partner and you know talk to their partner touch their partner whatever and that wasn't the case with adam and leah we were able to comfortably be kind of separate units in the same space without it being weird yeah i mean we can count those couples on one hand literally we don't need the whole hand to count that many couples uh this is just a unique situation that we have been very fortunate to find uh with just two amazing people she is so sexy i mean i just have so much fun with her it's a very cool experience to be able to play with her have you in the next room with Adam, her husband, give no thought to whether or not you're okay and having a good time. I just know you are, which makes it just much more enjoyable for me to concentrate on what I'm doing and having you know having a good time and making sure that Leah's enjoying herself. So yeah, I just think that's the best scenario when it comes when it comes to couples for you and I. That's the best scenario. They are awesome for us. Yeah, they're you know, perfect. Yeah, it doesn't get it does not get better than that for you and I. So. And they're so drama free. 
Like nothing was there's was, there's nothing that phases them. There's no, nothing that's been thrown at them in terms of play or meeting up or anything that is in any way dramatic. And that's what Never. I appreciate so much. You know, like I said, crunched up on the fucking leather couch. You know, having to be in these awkward positions. At one point, my neck is like kinked to the side while he's fucking me on top. Nobody cares. It's just no. about a connection and about good sex. Well, when you think about how that whole day unfolded, at one point, the four of us were passed out on the beach for like an hour. Yeah. We just fell asleep in the sun. Yeah. You know, laid outside all day, went and had drinks and dinner, came back and had fucking awesome sex. And never at any point throughout the course of that was there any weirdness. There just isn't. They're friends. They're friends that we happen to be fortunate enough to play with naked. Yeah. That's essentially what it boils down to. And that's what we look for. When it comes to couples, that's what we look for. Now, you guys said you came to find us. That's not true. We went into the bedroom to find you guys. Did you? I, oh, yes. maybe I thought because I got up. Because I very distinctly remember Leah still being sprawled out on the bed when we walked in. Really? And, yes. And I sat back down next to her and kind of touched her. And I was like, well, that sounded sexy in here. And she was like, yes, it did. Well, my head must have been somewhere else. I know I got up to go. Maybe I got up to go to the bathroom twice. I don't remember. I don't know. But at one point, I was back in that bed with Leah, not doing anything. I think I did kiss her one more time but it was just it was the look of going in and seeing her in that position it was very sexy well it was listen it was hot enough that i barely fucking remember that i don't remember that at all uh I, no you know what no you're right because i remember putting my pants on when you came in the room you yes, were coming you in were the room. starting to get dressed as i got back on the bed yeah with Leah. yeah because it was at that moment that i realized i had just thrown my shit on the floor which i never do yes i had to pick my pants up off the floor You've been doing it a lot more lately maybe becoming a little bit more impulsive <laughs> yeah i get well well the experiences that are you know that we're encountering whether it's you and i or it's us and somebody else they're they're just hot they're just for whatever reason i guess that heat has just been intensified so i'm I'm a little bit less, you know, worried about my fucking pants being on the floor or my shirt being on the floor. But in that particular moment, in that case, all of my shit was on the floor, which I never do. I always fold my pants, put them on the chair, you know, that kind of shit. Not this time. I remember picking them up thinking, how the fuck did I, where's all my shit? You know, where's my stuff? So yeah, it was, man, it was just a hot time. Yes. And I think, you know, you mentioned earlier in the episode, like the struggle with couples and, you know, your kind of frustration with them. And I, I get that. And I also think that a couple like Adam and Leah show that there can be a mold that's broken. There are couples out there that make sense for us and that play the same way that we do, that think the same way that we do and are as comfortable in situations as we are. And those are the people we need to find. Now, are they easy to find? No. Fuck no. People like them do not come along every day, even in a place like Florida that is swimming with swingers. We don't run into people who play like them. No, I mean, all you got to do is just think about, you know, think about them and how many couples we have encountered before and after meeting them. There are no, there's, I mean, again, we don't need a whole hand to count them. Right. And the most, the rest of them are in Montana. So we don't even have to, it's not even something we even have to think that hard about. Like when someone were to ask me, if someone were to ask me, you know, how many couples do you guys play with comfortably? One. One couple right now. That's who we well, play with Well, right now, not in the past. Yeah, no, but right now, one couple. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and it's, listen, it's awesome. I don't I don't need more than that at this point when it comes to couples. I mean, they're just amazing people and cultivating, that's really what it is. It's cultivating friendships and that's what makes these experiences that much better. There's no way you can tell me that we would have had, certainly not you and I, we would never have had an experience like that with a couple we had just met. Not, not a chance. 
chance. Oh, hell no. No. Not a chance. You know, especially when you consider the entire day, you know, the day in its entirety, you know, from start to finish. No way. Listen, we also, we drove all the way to see them and they wanted us there because it was their anniversary. So you put all that together. It's like, that's a, you know, that's unique. Yeah, it's special. So it was really nice. And spoiler alert, Adam has asked me out again. So he and I are probably going to do a separate one-on-one date soon. We're actually staying relatively close to them. Yeah, this is close as we've been to them. So that'll be really fun. I'm excited to make that happen because I just genuinely enjoy him both as a person and as a sexual person you know, play partner. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah, they're, they're they're really very cool people. So I'm so excited that this was episode 150 that we got to share the second half. We've had so many people reaching out like, oh my God, I can't wait to hear the second half because the first half with Leah and I was so steamy. So I hope that you guys loved it. It is so weird to think that this is the 150th week in a row that yeah. we have put out an episode of Front Porch Swingers. We have never missed a week no. ever. No. I think we were late by one day once. We put it up on a Tuesday and of a Monday on exactly one week. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Other than that, 150 weeks in a row. Yeah. So it's actually, we actually put up more episodes because we had a couple of uh, bonus episodes and, you know, some interviews and stuff. So yeah, we've never missed a week. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to cool. think. And I just want to say a very big thank you to those of you who have listened to all of them and been along on this ride with us. We have a lot of new listeners we know. People have been reaching out a lot lately and saying, oh, we just found you guys a couple of weeks ago or a month ago. And we've listened to every episode, which I don't know how the fuck you do that in a week, couple weeks or a month. But I am so thankful that people want to hear our voices that much. It's pretty humbling and awesome. Yeah. When people say they've binged, you know, 30 episodes, I'm like, I, I couldn't do that. There's no fucking way I could listen to myself 30 fucking times. Not a chance. <laughs> well, we appreciate it sincerely, and we can't wait to bring you 150 more. We'll obviously have to plan something pretty big for 200, but that's a ways down the road. 50 yeah. weeks, exactly. I just realized it was 150. We're going to have to put that on a calendar or something so we know when it's coming, because I completely forgot. Yeah. Episode 100 was special, because we that was our interview with Clint. Well, to think about doing that episode, that was episode 100. That was 50 episodes ago. Yeah. Fucking crazy how long ago that was. Crazy. Seems like yesterday. I can still remember the conversation I had with him before the episode started what was last summer yeah exactly last august yeah so crazy so So, crazy a lot has happened during that time 50 episodes later i think we are very different people in a lot of different ways and it's really funny to think about about just about every way i know it's really funny to think about our evolution and i'm excited to see what 50 episodes from now we look like as lifestylers yeah right well just as people in general i mean we've changed a lot of our perspective certainly has changed about about the lifestyle for sure, people and places and you know where we're headed next and what we want out of the lifestyle and what we want to do for the lifestyle. I think more importantly right now, that's that's really the focus um, I've got. I know you have basically the same focus because of some of the things that have transpired as of late, but this space needs something and we just want to, we want to do whatever we can to bring the, bring it to the space. Yeah. Positively influence the space. That's, that's what we're trying to do. And, uh, We have a lot coming up as a result of that, so stay tuned for that. If you guys are enjoying the show, if you want bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers, if you want to support the show, it is a very important part of what we do. Our Patreon community makes it possible. We wouldn't be doing this full time. We certainly would never have gotten on the road if it wasn't for our Patreon members. We truly mean that. So if you guys love the show and want to show some support, we would sincerely appreciate you checking out the different bonus 
bonuses and tiers we have available at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. So many different ways to connect with us there. If you want to chat with us daily, for example, our telegram group is an amazing place to do that. Uh, incredibly supportive, cool place to chat with lifestylers with us on an array of different topics, lifestyle and life in general. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's just a supportive place. It, it really is. It's so nice to, to be a part of that and be surrounded by wonderful people every day. So that's just one example of the bonuses we provide. And we want to say a very big thank you to the newest Patreon members who this week are Brian and Kim, King Leon, Brian, and Nathan. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. And you can also find something a little bit more X-rated, triple X-rated, if you will. I loved, we put up this uh, OnlyFans video right before I played with Theo the second time yeah. where you're kind of uh, prepping me for that experience, if you will. Yes, it I was, remember that distinctly. It's very naughty. And if you guys want to get a little taste of kind of a, a pre-play session before I have a hot wife date, I think you'll really enjoy that. You can find it at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Of course, we would love for you to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. And what else do we have? We got a lot. We got a lot coming up. Just stay tuned. Uh, I think every week there's just going to be more stuff that we're adding to the list of uh, things we have to accomplish and things that we've done. And uh, I'm just looking forward to the next 50 episodes. Yeah, stay tuned for some more hot wife dates yes. and a very sexy play date with three of my favorite people. Oh, yeah. A little That's... foresome action that we haven't talked about yet. So, yeah, lots of fun stories coming up. So make sure you tune in every single Monday. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.